I just don't know how to explain that. That's bothered me to this day. What the hell was that? Outside with my best friend at the time who uh, lived next door um, and we was just at, I think it was about half 11 p.m. I'd have probably said um, and we was just chatting and then I just noticed out the corner of my eyes something a bright white light in the sky so I looked up and there was three balls of light but they weren't particularly just pure white I remember they were quite um, warm colors as well as white it's like a, a magnolia, if that makes sense. Like, like a magnolia. Almost golden. Yeah, yeah. Amber, golden. Yeah. Um, and they kind of aligned as if they were in a triangle. They kind of formed together as a triangle and then they just become very erratic. So one would just completely zoom across, then back, then forward, then back. And then the other two kind of were just hovering and then they would become erratic also and just zoom into different directions. Um, and yeah, it was just very, very strange. You could tell it definitely wasn't like an aeroplane or it, it wasn't an aeroplane 100% like or anything like that. Um, and that was about it really, just remember thinking it was very odd and strange. So um, what kind of, how did they behave again? Could you describe? Just very erratic, just to... Were they, what kind of shapes, directions were they moving in? Was it slowly or fast? It was fast, very fast, faster than 
a plane would. So a plane you see gradually glide across the sky, didn't you? Whereas these were very just zoom, erratic, very fast, quick. Right. Were they going up and down, left, right, all over the place? All over, yeah, just erratic all over. Three of zoom them. And three of them, yeah. Were they the same colour? Uh, see, we've, we've never really yeah. spoken. We've only ever, we've only ever spoken about this over the years, and it's been seven years. We've only ever spoken about this briefly, just maybe twice. Um, so it's interesting to. I remember actually, one was in one place, and then it just disappeared, like lights went out, and then all of a sudden, it the light was back on in a completely different area to where it went off. And how big so. would you say these were? Mm. How high? I know it's difficult. Really. Uh, I couldn't really say. To be fair, probably. Yeah, I don't really know. Don't did you really have? Know. Did it? They didn't look as high as the star is. Right. Yeah. And how, did it make you fit? Did you feel anything different at the time? Not really. No, no I just remember thinking this is cool. How long did it go on for in total? Probably say about a minute and a half. Because I actually went to come get you because you was right. asleep. Right. And I wanted to come get you, but at the same time, I didn't want to miss it at the same time. So I didn't come and get you, but it was about a minute and a half, yeah. And, um, okay, and, the, and so when they disappeared, when it came to an end, how did that happen again? Did they just. I think they just like before the lights just went out and that was it right so when the light when it was it when one of them was in one position and the light went out and then light come back on but it was say over here yeah well here that's kind of how it went they just all lights out gone and where in the sky was it from they didn't from fly away seen? like you'd see an airplane fly off, off into anything. the distance mm -hmm. it was just they're there they're gone right and whereabouts in the sky were they if from the front door, directly, in which direction? Directly straight ahead. Straight ahead from yeah, the front yeah. door. As if you're driving away. Okay, so that, just for the record, that's um, in a south, 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 east uh, direction. Cool, and so you came to get me, I was asleep. Um, you told me the next day, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I did try to record it on my phone, I remember, but you can't, you can't, it's just like when you try to take a picture of the moon or sun in the sky, and it, you, you can literally pointless. can't barely see it. And especially back in 2014, phones, you know, even, we take it for granted now, don't we, but back then, phones were not that great, uh, cameras on phones. I know I had a Nokia something or other, I can't remember the model, but it was not the best of camera phones, to say the least, and so I had the same issue. Um, okay, thanks. So I'm trying to know the sequence of events because just for the record, this was several years ago. This was in September 2014. It's now the end of April 2021. So this all occurred literally six, seven years ago. And uh, we've never really got this down on recording in any way to share it properly. But I think it's important, especially with what's going on in the world right now with uh, the pandemic and I really want to get it down and out there because I know um, for myself personally it's just been quite a traumatic experience and so I, I personally want to make sure if there's anyone else out there that's gone through something similar I want them to know that they're not alone because I certainly felt that way afterwards so it's for that reason um, okay so 
<laughs> what happened with me? What was it now? Um, I don't remember exactly how many uh, days went past after Chanel told me the next day. I know I, I thought, wow, that's cool. So I, I looked online, tried to find these balls of light that she'd seen. Um, did find a few actually, but a lot of fake stuff. So I think a couple of nights had gone past and this is where I was uh, in up late, working late one night, super late, uh, on a website that I was creating. So I went into the garden in my house, house here, in the back garden, to have a cigarette before I was going to go to bed. It was about four o'clock in the morning, five past four in the morning, something like that, ten past. As I was sitting down, the sky was extremely clear, not a cloud in the sky, bright stars, beautiful night, but freezing cold. It really was cold. And just as I was um, sitting there, I saw a, a flash, a double flash in the sky, lit the sky up. And so I look up, looked up and drew my attention. I thought, um, what could that be? Uh, there's lightning was my immediate thought, <coughs> excuse me. But of course, uh, there was there were no clouds. It wasn't humid, um, so I thought that can't be lightning. Just as I thought that's odd, uh, another double flash of light. I looked straight up, and two balls of white light appeared side by side. <coughs> Excuse me. So um, um, immediately I thought, well, this is amazing, and this must be what Chanel had seen. Um, a day or night or two earlier. Excuse me. <coughs> I've got a stinking cold, I have to cut that out. <laughs> so, um, these two balls of white light appeared. I'm going to guess around 80, 100 meters up, a few stories up. <coughs> this one was up. And as I'm amazed at what I'm looking at, they're traveling in a direction just as I'm looking up directly uh, to what would be the west, traveling in a westerly direction. Suddenly, they double flashed again, like somebody taking a camera just lit the sky up, and they broke at a 90 degree angle to their left, my left, and shot off at the speed of a bullet, leaving a trace line. They do sound the same. <coughs> yeah. Excuse me. Um, yeah, no doubt. No doubt. And so, I immediately ran through the house. Um, I mean, it took a few seconds out the front door, and I'm looking in the sky thinking, well, I've missed them, but that was so cool. I'm going to tell Chanel that I've seen what she, she saw. <coughs> wow. It's typical, isn't it? Typical, got a stinking cold when we tried to do this. Um, so, um, so I run out the front door and I'm looking around and I'm thinking that's amazing, that's cool. But there was nothing there. I'd missed it. So I, I hung around for a few minutes and just thought I can't wait to tell Chanel what I'd, I'd seen the same thing. And at this point I come into the house and I, my intention is 100%, I'm exhausted, I will need to go to bed. Um, but that was incredible. Uh, so as I come in and I close the door, 
and I turn around and I put one step to go up the stairs, one foot on the step to come upstairs to bed. This is the bit I have real trouble, no matter how I, I just can't put it into words enough um, to, 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 <coughs> to describe this properly. <coughs> can't really even talk at all. <coughs> this is the point at which I had uh, stopped me in my tracks. I had a, an instruction, something foreign to my mind, not from my conscious thoughts. The best way to describe it is I was told, don't close the door, go outside and look up. I immediately froze because I recognized this wasn't coming from me, it was as if some something had just connected and told me to do something, not in words, I didn't hear a voice, it was an absolute Hello, crystal telepathy. clear. Telepathy, mm. yeah, it's the only, it was absolutely, it stunned me, it literally stunned me, stopped me in my tracks and freaked me the hell out because this wasn't coming from me um, and the only way to try to describe it <laughs> Uh, is that it was as if I received a crystal clear packet of information that the mind unravels into something other than words but clear as day like an absolute um, direct message not in words and instruction. It shocked me, it stopped me, I turned around and did as instructed and as I unlocked the door, opened it, stepped outside and looked up. This is where the most incredible, gorgeous, beautiful objects moved over the house, moved over and stopped right in front of, uh, over me, just to my right slightly. Uh, this thing was, it's uh, difficult to estimate, judge uh, distance and size. If I had to try to put it to anything similar in terms of size and distance height, I would say several stories up, maybe six, eight stories high. Not that high, very big, I'd say about the size of a bus, not the right shape of course, but it, it really did have um, almost a diamond shape because of the, the way that the light was, it had these, these bright, it had like a plasma effect. It's the, the, it immediately struck me as something foreign that I'd not seen before, a type of light that I hadn't seen before. And it was not only shimmering, but it was around the edges here. It was golden, but super, super bright. It was so bright that it should have been burning my eyes because it was as if I was looking directly at the sun in terms of brightness, but it was soft on the eyes, almost like a ghostly kind of glow, but also... <coughs> moving and plasmary and brilliant. Uh, this is, um, as I've stepped outside the front door and looked up, this thing's moved over and stopped. I'm completely bathed in static. All of the hair stood on end and simultaneously I was filled with uh, a feeling of love, which put a tear to my eye straight away, instant. I've stepped out, I'm shocked, I am, and I'm not talking about just a little bit of hair standing up on the back of your neck. This was the most, like stepping into being bathed in static electricity. All of the hair stood up. 
all over my body. Um, I, I was just in complete shock and awe. And at the same time, it felt like a, an extremely intimate moment. I felt a connection as if I was being observed. Everything was ultra silent. You could hear a pin drop. There's a lot that happened in that very moment that's drawn out when I tried to describe it in words. I stood there with my mouth hanging, staring at this thing. I felt like I was being watched, intensely observed. I felt a connection, like it knew what I was thinking. And, um, and I just didn't know what to say, I didn't know what to think. Uh, I was stood there for a few seconds and the only thing I thought to do was to wave. Hi, that's what I did. I felt dumb, dumbfounded. Um, and so this is where I snapped out of it and became quickly back to earth. I, I realized I need somebody else to see this. I didn't know whether to shout into the house to try and wake people up. Um, I looked around to see if any neighbors' homes had lights on or movement or anything, nothing. Um, and I, I thought, at the moment I thought to myself, which felt inappropriate, it felt completely inappropriate, my thoughts of waking someone up or shouting out or calling out for someone else. I needed someone else to see this. I had a feeling, more than just a feeling, that that would be inappropriate, that I shouldn't do that. And this is where I kicked myself because if I had that happen to me again, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. And I've always wondered why, what would have happened if I hadn't have acted that way or thought that way. So I'm looking up at this thing and I think to myself, ah, I have my phone in my left breast pocket of my coat. I look down to see the hair standing on end, then realize, duh, I have my coat on, I can't see them, but everything's static. And the moment I thought about getting my phone out to take, uh, try to take a video, at that very moment, I knew I'd messed up. I knew I'd messed up, and the thing be immediately begins to move off to my left. It's very, very close above me. I knew I'd done wrong. I'm saying, no, 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 no. I immediately didn't take the phone out of my pocket. I started walking under it, directly under it, as it slowly starts to build up speed, moving in a very ghostly fashion. Um, and it turns from a, a walk to a jog to a, I'm now running underneath it as it moves faster and faster, goes higher and higher, and I'm realizing it's not going to stop. It's going to. It's moving away now. It's, it's done. Uh, I run literally under it as fast as I could, as far as I could, until I get to a, a terraced row of houses. I couldn't go any further, so I watch it. This beautiful, beautiful object as it gets higher and higher and higher. And it literally rises up and up and up and up and up until it looks like a moving star and then just fades out with its it went way up in the atmosphere like high 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 in the east so i was in shock and i came into the house um i knew i didn't think it was coming back i came into the house i was uh in complete i had a meltdown i couldn't process what had just happened it was so far beyond norm normality normal and at this point I know about half an hour had gone from when it first began um, I think it was five past ten past four when I looked at the clock outside the house after the balls of light came over and by the point that I came back into the house um, 
I know at some point I'd looked at the time and it was about 20 to 5, so about half an hour, 35 minutes from beginning to end. Um, and I, <laughs> like I say, I was distraught, so I waited and waited for my girlfriend Hannah to wake up because at the time she was working as a carer and she had to be up at, I think, 6 a.m. And so I paced around trying to process, I was highly emotional, uh, my head was screwed up from it. Um, and I waited for her to wake up and as she came downstairs, I, I literally lost the power of speech. I didn't know how to put it into words. So, mate, isn't that when I told you? Oh, Thanks. Oh, it's that. Cheers. Thank you. I mean, you remember that morning when you came down? If you want to just thank you, Chanel. If you want to, could you say, you remember what happened that day? That morning when you woke up at all? I remember the main bits. I remember you being an absolute mess when I came downstairs. You didn't seem yourself. I was a mess. You were a complete mess. You didn't know what to say. You were pacing in the kitchen. You said that you needed to tell me something, but you wasn't sure if I was going to believe you or not. It's the only time in my life where I've wondered if I had gone crazy because it makes you question your insanity. Something mm. like that is so beyond belief, even for me. And it happened. It was real. It happened and yet my brain couldn't process what had just happened. No. And I think the biggest part of that was the telepathy. It, by telling me to don't close the door, go outside and look up, by putting that into my head and stopping me in my tracks that way, that really shocked me. And that, that's the thing that makes it beyond reasonable for me. If it was just the craft in the sky, object in the sky, whatever it was, that would have been absolutely beautiful, amazing, yes. But it was way... The telepathy pushed it way beyond that. Anyway, sorry. So, yeah, I remember trying to get the words out to tell you what had happened, but I was actually scared. I didn't know how to, my brain was scrambled. I didn't know how to put it into words, where to begin. What at first, you wasn't making any sense at all. You'd start a sentence and then veer off into another sentence, and it took a while for you to calm down enough for you to tell me just a little bit. I was crying. Mm-hmm. It really emotionally affected me, traumatized me in a big way. But luckily, Hannah uh, believed me. Did no. you believe me, mate? Yeah, there's no reason why I wouldn't. You're not the type of person to make anything up. You tell the truth whether or not someone wants to hear it or not. So it's not something that you would make up. Yeah. 100% believe you. So, uh, the, the fact is here that this, um, I tried to go to sleep a bit later on and I just was laying there absolutely amazed. It's like my whole world had just changed in that, that night. I, uh, I've always been open-minded, mm -hmm. but I've obviously never seen anything myself, never experienced anything myself. And so that just changed everything for me. You know, you can't just live in the world now thinking uh, you know, carrying on is normal when something like that happens. I laid there, it took me hours to, to go to sleep. I was super excited and super uh, changed. The second night, 
of course, I wanted to stay up on purpose to, in the hope that it would come back. Mm -hmm. And it did. It came back. Not like it did when you first saw it, but it was different. It wasn't exactly like the first one, though. I, I tried to wake Hannah up that night because it came back at roughly the same time, but in a completely different location. Mm. From our house, it was um, roughly the same time it came back in another part of the sky over here, a few hundred meters away. I was at the front of the house, it moved over low, just, just literally a maybe 50 meters above the houses, the roofs of the houses. Very low down. It moved over uh, across here and it turned a sharp left turn, 90 degree angle. And I'm watching it move along. I'm amazed that it's come back. I'm seeing it again. And so it's moved along the roofs of the houses. I've called Hannah to try and wake her up. Um, and at this point, she's uh, she's not wanting to get out of bed. That's <laughs> tired. Yeah. So um, she didn't get out of, out of bed, but I've actually run indoors to try and get her. I didn't want to. When this happens, you do not want to take your eyes off what you mm. see. It's so incredible. And I've I've thought about this over the years. How I know people would say, "Well, why didn't you get your phone out? Why didn't you film it?" Well, when when these things happen, you're stuck in the moment. Yeah, you're so you are so in the moment. And my eyes are taking in this beauty to behold. And the last thing you really want to do, especially generations like myself, who have not grown up with putting camera phones out at every single moment, the last thing on my mind, in fact, was to do that, especially given what had happened the, the original night. Because I had a knowing, a feeling that it didn't want me to film it. And it moved off when I considered pulling my phone out. And I felt that that was wrong and inappropriate. So. I ran in to try and wake Hannah up. I called her, she wouldn't wake up, she wouldn't get out of bed. I run back down just to catch it going up into the exact same point in the sky, curving up to the east, up higher and higher, and then off out of sight it is. The third night, this is where I made Hannah stay awake. Um, oh, no, no, I didn't make you stay awake. Um, I asked you to get up early enough more earlier than normal yeah. so that you could be awake at that time uh, and this is where it came back again the other direction from us um, heading in a southerly direction to my east from uh, north to south now Hannah was making coffee I was pacing backwards and forwards between the front of the house to the back of the house and just to catch it coming down like on a zip line uh, at like a 45 45 degree angle and just stopped like on a dime immediately I recognized it the same beautiful golden sh uh, shape and uh, and light and I've called her she's run out quick quick it's here picked her up to look over the fence and um, well you saw it for a few seconds yeah, stationary. It wasn't right? very long, it was just in one position, but it was bright, really bright. It wasn't like a star at all, but it was really bright. And again, super low down. Mm. So looking at it... Well, to the point where you had to, like you said, lift me up above the fence. Yeah. 
it was again a few hundred meters away mm. um, and then it began it just suddenly from stationary completely silent and stationary uh, suddenly zip lined up in, again heading to the east mm -hmm. eastern sky um, and so that was the last time I saw it uh, and I, I was so relieved that you'd seen it yeah. because I needed somebody else to see it too. It no, was yeah, because even though I told you that I believed you, I don't think that you 100% believed me that I believed you. Because you're always going to have that well, doubt, I had aren't you? doubt and questions in my mind. I, it was insane. Mm -hmm. So, um, so that, that in a nutshell is uh, what happened the first three nights. And... This is where it gets really strange, okay? Uh, this is where the really weird stuff, what I can only classify as paranormal type activity began, and it makes no sense to me, obviously. Um, and my, my eldest son is not here to be able to talk through, he experienced two <coughs> events, with one with me, broad daylight, uh, black cylindrical object in the sky, uh, and, uh, feeling of incredible danger when we were about we went out for a walk one day my son moved in a few days later oh, that's actually i'm jumping ahead of myself mm -hmm. uh sorry that happened a few months later which is odd because this all happened dragged out over a period of a few months surprisingly um i'm trying chronological order i know that i a few days after the first three nights I was trying to get a hold of a night vision camera because we were seeing these balls of light dancing around in the sky a few nights uh, mm -hmm. up and down. Um, we're not talking about satellites, not up high, high in the no, sky. Not the way they were moving either, it was definitely not. They would slow down, change direction, uh, speed up, slow down, just stop. Disappear, dis reappear. Yeah, and this was going on for nights and into weeks. So I got a hold of a cheap night vision camera uh, and that's why I recorded just one clip one night of one freezing cold. It's difficult when you're freezing and you're stood outside and you've got a you know handheld uh, night vision and so just to uh, try to justify why it's such a shaky shot. Um, so I captured one of those balls of light. Uh, then another night I was driving down the road here and it was a super windy day gale force winds almost mm -hmm. and at that time as I'm driving down suddenly I noticed to my left um, that there's one of the balls of light the red was an extremely bright red ball of light hanging in the sky very low down again only I'm gonna guess about 50 meters up from the ground uh, if you think of a, a um, electricity pylon just above the height of something like that I'd say uh, this was a, a ball of light red light about the size of bigger than you know you hear people say a beach ball I would say a bit bigger than that and it like I say it was super super strong winds that night and yet this thing was absolutely stationary wasn't moving <coughs> I pulled over the car, I immediately said to myself this, I'm going to get a video of this, so I don't take my eyes off it, I, I'm trying to jump out the car, come around the other side, 
Um, I had my phone in the glove box, I think, or a camera with me. So I, I reached in to get that. I keep looking at this thing in the wind, it's not moving. As I get my phone out, the thing just blinks out, completely just disappears. <coughs> Excuse me. So, uh, yeah. Um, and then we've got the, the other stuff that happened. So, um, the next thing that happened was with me and you in the garden, right? Mm -hmm. uh, this was where Never things began that. to get really scary. <coughs> so, I'll jump to this point. Uh, when I let Hannah, one, one night we were out there in the garden, about what, what time did you say it was? It was late, it was really pitch Maybe black outside. Midnight or something yeah, like that. Really late. I don't know, yeah, excuse me. <coughs> okay, mate. Do you want to tell us what uh, what you remember? Uh, just sitting outside. I think we were having a cigarette for such a long time ago. I think we were smoking outside that garden. I was sitting to your right, just talking. <coughs> excuse me. And it was just normal noises of the night. And then everything, it's kind of like the electricity in the air changed. Well, it went so, ultra silent. Yeah, but <coughs> having that your hair stand up on the back of your neck, um, deadly silent. And then we've got a, a fence at the back of our garden. And I was, I was on the right hand side, so initially I heard it from my right. <coughs> Me. I said, oh, can you hear that? You said, yeah, I can hear it from over there. So it was opposite ends of the garden. Really heavy. It's not like somebody was, something was stomping the feet. <coughs> like really loud. Mm. Um, it made me feel really on edge. But initially we both just sat there. We didn't move. <coughs> and then right. it sounded like the Excuse me. No. <laughs> sounded like the footsteps were quite wide apart, but it sounded like they were coming closer together. It got to a point where it, whatever it was would have been right in front of me and I couldn't handle being outside anymore. So I literally stood up and I ran inside the door. I couldn't deal with being out there anymore. It made me feel really uncomfortable, quite scared. A horrible, horrible. I, I still cannot describe what that felt like. It just felt really uncomfortable and really horrible. You stayed outside. I, I stayed outside because I was frozen solid with fear. Uh, so it became, again, the classic examples of. <coughs> excuse me. I became. We're sitting there, all of a sudden, the silence falls. Mm. Uh, absolutely pin drop silence, and the feeling of being watched was overwhelming. Mm. It put the hairs, it literally stood the hairs on the back of my neck. I felt frozen solid. Um, it was scary, scary as hell. Really scary. So, as this silence drops and this feeling surrounds us of being watched, um, these huge, heavy, loud footsteps from both sides of our fence line came closer. So um, we, the silence crept in, or dropped in, <laughs> the feeling, unbelievably scary feeling, 
um, and the footsteps of extremely loud, heavy, over the top sound. Uh, in, it just didn't seem didn't seem uh, natural. Very heavy bipedal footsteps. Um, one from the left, one from the right, one from the left, and one from the right. Stepping closer and closer to the the gaps in the fence panels. Very big gaps we've got along the fence panels there. Um, which I've now boarded up because of what happened. <laughs> Freaked me out so bad. These uh, footsteps came closer and closer uh, until they Hannah jumped up and ran inside saying, sorry, I can't do this. She's so scared. She ran inside. Scared Admittedly, I was so scared I was frozen. I couldn't move even if I wanted to. <laughs> um, and what happened is these footsteps uh, stepped into what should have been a completely empty space so that we could see them and there was nothing, nothing there. I, I got angry um, because I was scared it made me react with anger. I said, come on. And uh, nothing there. They, they stopped right where these last footsteps, boom, boom. And it would have been right in front of us. Right in front of us. Point. There was nothing there. Nothing visibly there. And I stayed still for a few minutes uh, until that feeling noti notably lifted. I waited and waited until I felt safe enough, brave enough to stand up, walk over to the fence line, look over the fence. There was nothing visibly there. Norm the normal feeling had come back. Yeah, it, that was scary and uh, completely bizarre. Anyway, um, now the other thing, that was the last thing that you experienced, right? Yeah. The other thing happened with my son, because I jumped ahead of myself earlier. This is going now fast forward to March of uh, 2015. So this was a, f that was the last thing that happened to us, right? And I thought that it had all just disappeared. I took the recording of the ball of light in the sky. I saw the red ball of light in the sky some days later. Um, I discovered, uh, which I need to talk about later, uh, soon, I discovered exactly the same object that was over me on the first night and the balls of light discovered exactly the same object in one video, one video that happened in 2011. Since then there's been one more video from the military mm -hmm. uh, of the, I forget which one it is, where it looks like a spinning top shape in um, infrared, black is uh, hot video, where it's going against the wind. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've seen this, but it's actually the exact same shape like I showed you earlier. I just scribbled this before. That shape, if you were to look at it in infrared, that's exactly what was over me. That's what came back for three nights in a row. That's what came over the Temple Mount in 2011 January. It's also the same shape object that uh, that's in that military video from years ago. Anyway, so uh, the last thing I need to mention here is um, to do with what happened with us. My son moved in with me uh, 2015, mm -hmm. just before our youngest son was born. Um, he was 14 at the time. And I would often go for a walk out the back of our house. We have some woods, which I would uh, go for a walk in all the time. Uh, I took him over there. It's 10 minutes walk from here. It's broad daylight, it's a cold day, it's quite windy. 
And as we walk through the field towards the, the woods that I like to walk in, that same feeling, that same scary feeling and silence dropped, stopped me in my tracks. My son was to my left. I felt a, a sense of danger, foreboding. If I stepped into those woods, I was right in front of the wood line. I didn't understand why I was feeling that way, but I recognized that same paranormal feeling. And then all of a sudden, the feeling of being watched was so intense, but it had a direction. This time, it had a direction, and it was up here to my right. So as I've looked up, because I, I said, first of all, I said to my son, oh, whoa, do you feel that? He, I, <laughs> he said, yeah, do you feel it too, Dad? And that's when I looked up because of that feeling of being watched from up above. And as I've glanced up, something jet black, very, very black and dark, darted behind the only puffy white cloud in the sky. Big blue sky, no clouds except one big puffy white one. But this black object, whatever it was, as I've looked up, darted very fast behind the puffy white cloud. So I'm staring up at it, waiting, and as, as is the case in these things, my brain's saying, must have, been a, must have been a plane, must have been a hot air balloon, must have been a helicopter, must have been something other than just something not normal, something odd. I'm looking at it, waiting for it to come out the other side, nothing comes out. I said to him, keeping my eye on it, did you just see that? And he said, yep, did you see it too? I said, yes, what did you see? And he said it was like, his words, he said it was like a black tube, like a can, his exact words. I'm staring at this cloud, nothing comes out the other side. Probably a good minute and a half went past, nothing's coming out. So whatever it was darted behind it, didn't exit. So I said, let's get out of here because I just knew. I looked into the wood line that I've been into a thousand times and I just knew that I shouldn't go in there. Mm. It was danger. Something was telling me there was danger. So we left. A few days later, or maybe a day or two later, I can't remember now, it's been so long. Middle of the day, I'm in my living room with my baby son. I uh, go to pick him up, it's a bright sunny day, even though it's cold outside. I go to pick him up and I catch, a, catch some movement in the right corner of my eye in the room. Brightly lit room. And as I look over, I see <laughs> a shadow figure, which uh, just three-dimensional, in 3D space, not a shadow on the wall, but an actual shadow figure runs through the living room, made my heart skip a beat, made me physically jump out of my skin. I was, it scared me so bad that this thing was there, caught my attention. As I looked at it, it's just super fast through the living room. I absolutely crapped my pants. Uh, now, my son was out of the house that day, that he stayed out. The next day, I haven't told him because I haven't spoken to him about it. The next day, he calls me down and says, Dad, Dad, I was just doing my hair in the mirror in the living room. He said, I was just doing my hair in the mirror and it scared the out of me. He said, right behind me was this looked like a shadow but it was a person and it just ran really fast behind me and it scared the living daylights out of me. 
considering you hadn't mentioned this to him at all. There was nothing, no conversation. That concerned me a lot, yeah. Uh, so I, that, that's, um, that was the last thing, thankfully, back in 20, that, so that was 2015. 2015, yeah. Uh, early part, spring 2015, um, which was, what, six, seven months after the original sighting. That was the last thing that ever happened, other than twice in 2017, I caught uh, an object which looked like a black metallic but dark ball hanging in the sky mm -hmm. silently over. You took a video of one when you was at work. Yeah, in broad daylight. And then I had one other thing happen in 2017, 2018, which was uh, I was driving a truck at the time, at night time in the evening, uh, and as I was coming down a road, I, to my right across the fields, I saw these three balls of amber light um, and immediately drew my attention uh, because they looked odd, they were too low down. I thought plane, lo very low flying private light aircraft it must be. And they were heading towards me across the field. And I, but I'm driving a truck. So I keep glancing over and thinking, what the hell, that's, that's not a plane. Got my window down and they get closer and closer and they literally intercept directly over me. As they've got closer and closer, I'm realizing these three balls of light in a row, amber lights, there's no plane, there's nothing connecting them, they're just three balls of light. And they're moving at me, and they literally only a, a few meters above the truck, they come directly over the cab as I'm driving. And I, God, I wanted to be able to, there was nowhere to pull over, I was on a no stopping uh, 70 mile an hour, uh, what do you call that, uh, road. There was nowhere to pull over. If I could have pulled over, I would. I would have got my phone out for that one because they passed over me silently. Unbelievable. That's the last thing that ever happened, thankfully. Uh, I say that, although I wish I could have... You want to see it again? It's, it's bothering you that you haven't... It's bothered me for a long time. It's bothered me for an awfully long time. Um, it, what it's done is it's literally left me with so many questions that it frustrates the living daylights out of me. Mm -hmm. I can't stop thinking about it with all the questions I have. Uh, there's no there's no answers, just more questions. So I wanted to get it out there and let other people know about it because uh, if anybody else is experiencing it, then I understand and you're not alone. Uh, and I wanted to get together a podcast myself just to allow anybody that's had similar experiences to be able to talk about it with someone who's gone through it myself or ourselves. Here's something that's really important, which I really wanted to cover on uh, something else. Um, in 2011, January 2011, uh, an event happened over uh, Jerusalem and that object was filmed by several different people at the same time. I need the world to know, whoever watches this, this is not, that was not a hoax. That object was exactly the same object that was over here. Now, I was just in the right place at the right time. I believe that they just happened to be in this area at the time and noticed me as the only person that was outside at that time in the morning. So either I was in the wrong place at the wrong time or the right place at the right time, either way, that object was the exact same object as you notice in the video that's out there there's a few of them the object comes down above the temple mount as a sphere a ball of light it then changes shape entirely 
like a spinning top that's the craft that was over me the object that was over me it moves in the same way it then double flashes which is exactly what happened with the balls of light over me that drew my attention up in the first place those double flashes of light and then the ball shoots up with a trail which is exactly what happened here when they shot off at a right angle over the house those balls of red light in some of the videos you can see afterwards the red ball of light was over here in the high wind night that night Ellie Gale I know you're one of the guys that filmed that with your friend up on the in the olive garden please 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 contact me on my channel mrufohunter at gmail.com please contact me because I need to speak to you about that um, there was footage from the weather cam uh, some frames were missing that caught that evidently there were other people that witnessed and filmed it please get in touch if anybody that's out there that saw that that experienced that object in 2011 in January in uh, Jerusalem please get in touch because I need to piece this together mm -hmm. we might be able to share some that you know we've got to share our information let people know I know it there are videos that were put up online that are a hoax of that they're clearly hoaxed I don't know what the intention of that is whether it's just some idiot wanting to make money off YouTube or if it's an intentional sidetrack people from the truth of it but I know that happened I know that's real um, and I need to speak to you please I'm uh, even willing to come out there to see you so uh, yeah thanks for listening um, thanks very much indeed and uh, get in touch if you've had a, an encounter let me know okay thanks again take care bye for now